Welcome to Guitar Books, the podcast. My name is Joe McMurray. Uh, today we're going to be talking about The Acoustic Guitar Fingerstyle Method by David Hamburger, published by The Acoustic Guitar Magazine. Before we get into that, first of all, in this podcast, I try to give you very thorough and honest reviews about guitar method, technique, and repertoire books. Um, there are lots of resources out there, lots of books, and it can be hard to find the book that suits your skill level and that teaches you the kind of music that you want to learn, the style that you want to learn. So hopefully through these reviews you can get a better idea of what each book is about before you spend the money on it and spend the time going through it. Also, I love books, but I completely endorse all methods of learning. I think it's important to take private lessons at least periodically throughout your, um, your life, your playing career. I think that online resources are great, whether it's through video lessons or online video courses. Sometimes YouTube videos can be very helpful. This is a YouTube video or a podcast, depending on how you are consuming it. But typically, YouTube videos often give you snippets of information that aren't connected into a bigger course, so it can be difficult to actually make progress that way. So I definitely recommend a book or a video course or private lessons over that. And it's also very important to listen to music and try to play along with it and learn from the music that you're listening to. So moving on, if you haven't heard of my book, it's called Arranging for Fingerstyle Guitar. It's available in the show description below. It's available for purchase as a, an ebook, a PDF. So in this book, I show you how to arrange one single melody in hundreds of different ways so that in the end you can hopefully arrange any melody in a variety of styles. Um, I think this is a unique approach to this and I think that it's been very successful with my students and I hope you'll check it out. Also, just a couple weeks ago I released my third fingerstyle guitar album. It's called Pins on the Map. Here's a bigger picture. It is full of fingerstyle guitar. There are a few tunes that I recorded on my classical guitar. Uh, two tunes that are fingerstyle ukulele tunes, and there's one on the piano. I'm really proud of this album. I hope you'll check it out. It's available on all the streaming services, and you can buy a physical CD from me. It's available uh, as a digital download on CD Baby, so check it out. Now, back to the acoustic guitar fingerstyle guitar method. This is a method book. It does have lots of tunes in it, but it's different from a repertoire book because typically repertoire books don't tell you how to play in great detail. They just give you the music. This book is a method book. It gives you a lot of detailed information on how to play, a lot of technique and that sort of thing. And that leads into a tune that um, showcases that technique or whatever you've been learning in the lesson. So this book is great for beginner and intermediate fingerstyle guitar players. If you've never picked up a guitar, I probably wouldn't start with this book, but if you've played some guitar, you can strum your open chords. Um, if you've had a couple lessons, then you'll probably be ready to play uh, through this book. Um, it gets harder at the end, so if you are just starting out, you may just get through part of the book, but that's still very valuable. The music that is used and taught in this book is all American roots music. So folk and blues and ragtime, marches, early jazz. So depending on the style of music you're looking for, this may or may not suit you. If you're looking to play modern percussive finger style, you're not going to get any of that specific music in here. 
It doesn't have any flowing Celtic music, arpeggiated types of things. It doesn't have classical sounding tunes. But if you do go through this book, you will learn to play using the Travis style picking, alternating bass style. And you'll also learn how to use a steady bass. These two techniques are great for accompanying yourself, playing solo finger style guitar. And if you do go through this book, then it will prepare you to learn other styles of music as well. I really like this book. I think it's one of the best beginning finger style guitar method books out there, beginning intermediate books. A few others that I really like are the Alfred beginning finger style guitar, the Hal Leonard finger style guitar method, and the complete Chet Atkins guitar method from Mel Bay. Those are also great resources. You know, if you're really into this, you'll probably end up getting multiple books. They each have their strengths. I really like the way that the material flows in this book. It, it flows in a very logical progression from start to finish. It builds upon itself really well. In the end, you'll be able to play some solo finger style guitar using the Travis picking alternating bass or a steady bass, and you will be able to continue your studies from there. I do really like how in this book, the examples in each section directly prepare you for the tune at the end of each lesson or chapter. Um, sometimes books have lots of examples and they don't really lead towards something. This book has maybe an example showing you the basic technique and then it builds on that technique adding, like if it's a walking bass line, you might have just the walking bass and then it might add a simple melody and then it might make that melody syncopated or a little bit more complex and then that example will actually be part of the tune that you're about to learn so it doesn't feel like you wasted any time mastering those examples. One thing I don't love about this book is it doesn't have as many examples as some books. Some books have a lot of examples that just give you like finger exercises and things like that. This book has enough examples to get you playing the tunes, but it doesn't necessarily have lots of examples that go along with each technique. But yeah, it's a great start. I really like this book. The examples are quality examples. You'll definitely have a handle on playing with an alternating bass or a steady bass. This book does not have a lot of music theory in it. For some of you, that may sound like a great thing. However, it does mean that you'll be doing a lot of playing, but you won't be, you won't necessarily understand the music theory behind the music that you're playing. So while you may learn some cool tunes, you're not necessarily going to know how to apply the techniques to other situations. So I like to use walking bass as an example. You'll get to play a couple cool tunes that utilize walking bass, but if you are arranging your own tune in the future or writing your own tune, you may not know how to write your own walking bass line around your chord changes or your, around your melody, that sort of thing. But this is a beginning intermediate book. In the end, you're going to end up using lots of resources and you'll hopefully get that information elsewhere. I like David Hamburger's writing style. I think he's clear and there's nice some nice background information, context, history. He's got a bit of a sense of humor and a style to his writing. The publisher, Acoustic Guitar Magazine, 
I think that they did this. I don't love the way that the text is all continuous, kind of at the top half or two thirds of the page and the playing examples are, are all in the bottom. So in the text, it will read and then it might refer to example 4.3 and then you have to jump down to the examples and find that example and then jump back up to read some more. And while it's not a huge deal, I do like it more when books have the text and then they have information description leading up to the example, then they have the example, then they have more text and then the example. That's just my preference, not at all a deal breaker. You definitely still learn all the information. I like that David Hamburger has given you a lot of listening recommendations. In each lesson there's uh, a block of text and it will have listening recommendations that pertain to the technique you've been learning in the lesson or that you know, examples of the tune that you're about to learn. I think that's really helpful. And some of that music can be hard to find if you don't know where to look. So I've enjoyed going through a lot of that music. Also, I know it's very important to a lot of you. The book comes with audio recordings. Mine came with two CDs. I don't know if there's a newer version that comes with online audio, but mine comes with the CDs. And the CDs have, you know, it's great playing. Uh, by the author and the recordings are clear and high quality and you get a full speed version of the recording and you get a slowed down version so if you're trying to play along and you're learning you can play it along with him slower so that's it for this book just basic outline overview I'm gonna go through it and play some examples from the book so you can hear what you're gonna be learning okay so now I'm gonna go through the book in a little bit more detail. So lesson one is on Travis picking basics, where you just learn how to play a basic alternating bass line. Lesson two helps you, teaches you how to add a melody on top of the bass line. Simple melody, quarter note, half note, whole note rhythm, no syncopation. So I'll give, I'll play the example tune for you. This is called John Henry. This is on page thirteen. This tune is over a G chord the entire time. There are no chord changes, so you don't have to worry about that. You can just focus on playing this melody and keeping that thumb going. So here we go. accessible first tune in the book. Yeah, so I'll keep going here. So lesson three shows you how to play uh, tunes that have chord changes. So the next tune has C major chord, F major chord, G major chord. You have to switch between them a couple times. This is called Since I've Laid My Burden Down. One thing I really like about this tune is that this is called version one in the book. In a couple chapters, he has version two that will spruce it up a little bit. I love it when books have multiple versions of a tune to show you how you can build it up and make it more complex, which is a big thing I do in my own book, arranging for fingerstyle guitar. But, okay, I'm going to go ahead and play this. One, two, 
tune also very accessible still no syncopation or eighth notes or anything like that but lesson four is where he does introduce eighth notes and syncopation lesson five he talks about the steady bass blues so if you think about texas blues or delta blues you usually have a, a steady bass rather than an alternating bass line and this one has a really nice accessible blues tune called Nobody's Fault But Mine that is just over an E chord, E7 chord, really great bluesy sound. Um, then he talks about steady bass tunes that move from chord to chord. So the example here is a 12 bar blues called Houston Blues, also very approachable 12 bar blues in A with a steady monotonic bass. So basically the bass note, the bass just stays on the root of the chord. So I'm going to play this. tune to play, great blues tune to learn. In lesson seven, he talks about the triplet feel, which is really important in blues playing, really fun tune. Um, then he talks about lesson eight is on picking pattern fills. So kind of using like, like a Travis picking pattern that you would use if you were playing accompaniment under vocals. And it creates really cool melodic rhythmic variations and some syncopation easier than it sounds um, but what's cool about this lesson is it has the second version of since I've laid my burden down that I played for you a couple minutes ago so this one is a bit fancier and it sounds a bit cooler it's not much harder honestly shows you how you can build on a tune and make it more interesting. You could play version one and version two back to back and that would create a nice, you know, longer version of this song. Because if you were going to go out and play this, you couldn't, most gigs, you couldn't get away with just playing this because that was, what, like 20 seconds? Maybe if you put the two versions together, at least you have a 40 second tune then. Typically with a song like this, you'd probably want to have you know, run through it four or five times with multiple different variations and things like that. But let's keep moving. Now in lesson nine, he brings in descending bass lines and chord substitutions. 
In lesson 10, he talks about quicker chord changes and has the famous old tune, St. James Infirmary. Then he talks about double stops in lesson 11. This is harmonizing the melody in thirds and sixths. Sixths, you can think of the intro to Brown Eyed Girl from Van Morrison, but it's a great technique to use when you're playing the blues or other melodies. It, it thickens up the melody, thickens up your arrangement. So the tune here is called Alberta. This is on page 48. It's a really fun blues tune, 12-bar blues in E, uh, and it uses thirds and sixths. gigs. Lesson 12 introduces seventh chords up the neck. Essentially this is using inversions um, along with an open bass note. Uh, it's a really important element in a lot of Delta Blues playing. If you listen to Robert Johnson he definitely uses this. So the tune here is called Hazelton. is on page 51 and it's another 12 bar blues. So, with those movable chord shapes, what I'm talking about is, like, if you have a D chord here, open D, you can play a D7, then you can move that up, that's an E7, put an open E under it, F7, G7, A7, add that open A string, so this tune is built around this inversion, and then also this, this version of an A7, and you can play a D7, E7, so here we go with Hazelton. Lesson 13 talks about walking bass lines. It's a fun lesson where you learn how to play kind of an independent bass line underneath your melody. So under an E chord you have this. Under an A chord. So he starts introducing so he starts introducing a melody on top. So here's the beginning of this one. It's called the Uptown Lowdown. It's on page 54. One, two, three. It goes on, but it's fun to play. It sounds like there are two people playing at once. The bass line really sounds independent, like there's a bass player. So 
That was the Uptown Lowdown. In lesson 14, he starts teaching about rag, uh, ragtime playing, which uses an alternating bass line. Really fun style. Then in lesson 15, he talks about chord anticipations in early jazz. Lesson 16, he talks about drop D tuning. Drop D tuning is really useful when you're playing fingerstyle guitar. If you're in the key of D major, you get that low D string. It, a lot of tunes use drop D tuning. And in this book, he teaches you St. Louis Blues, which is an early jazz blues written by W.C. Handy in 1914. Then in lesson 17, we have Swing in the Blues. This talks about harmonizing walking bass lines. This is a fun one. I really like this tune. It's called the Blund Creek Slow Drag. This will be the last tune I play for you. It's the second to last chapter anyway. This one's kind of tough if you are just starting out, but yeah, just take it slow. It is called the Slow Drag. So This one's cool. It actually has a lot of moves that I learned from the author David Hamburger's True Fire course, which is called Fingerstyle Blues Factory. Definitely recommend that. Yeah, but I actually recognize some of these ideas from that course. So anyway, here we go. So the last chapter in the book is on open D tuning, which is tuning your guitar to an open D chord. You get some really cool sounds when you do that. So yeah, that's the end of the book. I think it's a great book for beginner and intermediate fingerstyle players or aspiring fingerstyle players, especially if you're into roots music like folk, blues, ragtime, that kind of stuff. If you are more interested in Celtic music or more modern percussive music, there are other resources that are probably better, but you'll definitely learn a lot of useful information in this book. So check it out. Before you go, I want to tell you a little bit more about my book, Arranging for Fingerstyle Guitar. It's available as an ebook. Uh, you can get it from the link in the show description below. Like I said earlier, it shows you how to arrange one simple melody in hundreds of different ways and in the end you should be able to take any melody out there and arrange it for finger style guitar. So the first thing we do is I show you how to just add a simple bass line based on the chords underneath the melody. So just like whole note bass notes and then we get more complex we add inner harmony chord tones and then we use Travis picking add an alternating bass line underneath the melody, kind of like what you've been learning in this book. Um, I'll show you how to add arpeggiation under the melody to get that flowing classical or Celtic feel, really pretty feel. I'll show you how to put the melody in the bass, how to um, harmonize the melody with thirds and sixths and tenths, and then I'll show you how to utilize natural and artificial harmonics to add a little pizzazz to your sound. And then I 
we talk about something that's really important, transposing the song to other keys. It's actually really, really important. It's a crucial step when you're arranging for fingerstyle guitar to choose the right key for your tune. Just because a band or a singer plays it in one key doesn't mean it's suitable for fingerstyle guitar, especially in standard tuning. So it's important to know how to transpose the song into other keys and then how to find the optimal key because every melody has a different range to it and it will sit on the guitar differently. So then I talked to you a little bit about alternate tunings, not just a little bit, a pretty decent amount. We talk about alternate tunings. I present the information differently from how most resources present that information. I don't like to throw an alternate tuning at you all at once and just give you some chords and a couple songs that utilize it. I like to show you how changing one string will change the way that you arrange the song that you've been working on. If you change a second string, it might have other implications. Like if you change a bass string, the sixth string, you'll have access to different notes. Maybe that low D note, maybe even a low C if you keep down tuning. If you change one of the middle strings, you might have access to different inner chord tones, inner harmony. So I think that it might be useful to you to see how I talk about alternate tunings. Also, one of the biggest parts of my book at the end for the more theoretically inclined players, I talk a lot about reharmonization. This is a really important topic to me um, because if you were singing, you would be able to sing a verse, a chorus, and then a second verse that has different lyrics from the first verse. So it's interesting just because it has different lyrics. When we're playing solo fingerstyle guitar, you don't have lyrics, so if you just repeat the first verse, it sounds kind of boring to the listener. So you need to introduce some melodic variation where you create uh, some variations in the actual notes that you're playing in the melody or the rhythm of those notes, or you can introduce some harmonic variation underneath the melody, and this is reharmonization. So you can put different chords under the melody that actually make the melody seem fresh and new and interesting, and it's really fun to do, and I go into a lot of detail in the book. It could probably be its own standalone book, those couple chapters. So please check it out. Also, if you haven't checked out my music, um, please check out my latest album. It's called Pins on the Map. It's available on all the streaming services as a digital download from CD Baby and it's available um, as a physical CD if you get in contact with me, or you can order that directly from CD Baby. So it's been great uh, doing another episode. I hope you enjoyed it, learned something. Let me know if you have this book or if you plan on getting it. Let me know if uh, you agree with everything I've said here. If you have other books that you would like for me to review, please let me know in the comments below. Also, if you are interested in um, any video lessons through Zoom or something like that, I am available. You can reach out to me in the comments below or through my website, joemcmurray.com, or you can send me an email at joemcmurrayguitar at gmail.com. So that's it for today. Please like this video, subscribe to the channel, and I'll see you next time.